Yeah. Well, I will let Joe open in a word of prayer, and then we will get started this evening. Okay. All right, let's look to the Lord. Lord, we thank you for this time where we can come together and praise you with these hymns that many godly women and men have written, Lord. And we thank you so much for your son and for him dying on the cross. And we pray that we would go out and that uh, we would tell others of, of this joy, Lord. That we would live it in our lives and show it, Lord. There's many that are lost around us, and we can't tell all of them verbally. But at least we can live it out, and they can see it in our own lives, Lord. And we thank you for your Holy Spirit and for him enabling us to be able to live righteous lives, Lord. And we pray that uh, each one of us would not get stuck in any sort of rut, but that we'd always be growing in you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I am very grateful, as I said, uh, for being here tonight. I think that's a good one. And I, if you have your Bibles, I don't know how many of you do, but if you have your Bibles, um, you could turn with me to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, and let me find my exact passage. Okay, Luke 24, verse 36. We're just going to look at a few verses. Um, these verses have been kind of running through my head today since today is Resurrection Sunday. And I'm just going to start reading at 36 and I'll read through 43. It says, Now as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were terrified and supposed they had seen a spirit. And he said unto them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. But while they still did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, Have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb, and he took it and he ate it in their presence. And I, uh, I've just been really excited all day today because Resurrection Sunday is really, in a lot of ways, the basis for our entire Christian faith. Paul the Apostle said that if Christ be not risen, that our faith is in vain. He said that if our, our hope in Christ was only on this earth, we would be of all men most miserable. But when we serve Christ, we don't serve a God whose body is in a casket. We serve a God who triumphed over the grave. And lest anyone doubt that He truly died and rose again from the dead, lest anyone believe that he was simply a spirit, that he was a body in spirit form, he proved that he was flesh and blood by coming to his disciples and saying, handle me and see. What an awesome privilege the disciples had to handle the Savior. The Apostle John would write about this later when he said, That which our hands have handled, 
talking in 1 John about the Lord. So, I'm just so thankful today that God not only sent His Son to die for us, that He not only lives for us, but even though He did all that for us, it doesn't end there. He still realizes our frame. He knows that we're dust. He knows that we have doubts. And He doesn't come to us and say, You idiot, why do you have doubts? Instead He says, Peace be unto you. Why was He able to say that? Because He made peace with God by shedding His blood. And once He... And that was his deposit in in a spiritual bank, so to speak. And once he made that deposit in that spiritual bank for us, when he rose again on the third day, it was as if the check cleared. And God said, by way of exclamation point, your sacrifice was enough. But as, as this passage states, the, the people still had doubts. You know, there are people today that will try to tell you, Jesus didn't really rise from the dead. He, he came in spirit form, but He didn't rise bodily from the dead. But Jesus said, no, I have flesh and blood. And He proved it by eating some honeycomb and some broiled fish. And this is, seems like a minute detail. But Luke, particularly, Luke was given the details. He was a physician, so I'm sure it was part of his part of his personality that he wanted to be spot on and factual, but it was also the fact that unless in case we had any further doubts, God wanted to erase them all. And I just, I love the fact that God meets us where we are. He doesn't expect us to, by our own strength, come to where He is. Because we couldn't. We couldn't make up the gap between us and Him. But He does that. He came to them and He said, Handle me. And it says... They were joyful. And they still didn't believe. So then he ate the food with them. And how how joyous it must have been. So he was able to prove that he was who he said he was. And most importantly, he was able to prove that he keeps his promises. God said in the Old Testament, He said, I am not a man that I should lie. He said in another place, I am God, I change not. And the God of the universe, the God who created the entire world, stretched out His hands on a Roman cross, and had spikes driven in his hands and spikes driven in his feet. And a spear stabbed through his side. Why? Because he loved you. Because he loved me. 
And like I said, it, it would have been enough in some ways for Him just to die for us, to clear our sin debt. But it wasn't just that He wanted to continue to maintain a personal relationship with the people that He loved. And so He appeared to them, and His words to them were, Peace be unto you. Not because they deserved it. The Bible says that all the disciples forsook Him and fled. But it was because He knew that we couldn't help ourselves. The Bible says in Romans that while we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. So I want to encourage you today that Jesus Christ keeps His promises that He did rise from the dead a full bodily resurrection. And I know especially as you are getting older and looking at the end of your lives, you're probably anticipating Christ's return either for you um, before He comes back for His church or for His church as a whole. But we also have this promise in Acts where it says where the men appeared to the disciples as they were standing on the, uh, the mountain watching Jesus ascend. And these men said to the disciples, Why do you stand here gazing into heaven? This same Jesus who you saw go into heaven will still come in like manner as you have seen him go. So if we can believe that Jesus Christ died, was buried, and rose again the third day, we can believe that He's coming again. And I'm looking forward to that day. Because in that same passage I referred to in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 where I talked about if Christ be not raised, our faith is in vain. He goes on to say that Christ is raised, therefore our faith is not in vain. And he also says this, he says, This corruptible will put on incorruption, and this mortality will put on immortality. I am in a pretty crippled, broken body. But the great physician is going to put me back together again. And I am going to run and jump on the streets of gold after I've fallen down before my Lord and Savior and bowed my knee, I want to encourage you to keep fighting the fight, to finish strong. And if any of you have yet to trust Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I would encourage you to do it today. The Bible says that he that believeth on me is not condemned. But he that believeth, believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the only Son of God. God's not a respecter of persons or works. He doesn't care how old you are or how long you've been going to church. What He cares about is whether you know Him and He knows you. So my encouragement is this. If you know Him, 
cling to Him. Spend time with Him. Be grateful for the time you have left. Share God with the next generation. Because you know it only takes one generation for people to forget God. You see that in the Old Testament. And if you don't know Him, make the decision today to follow Him and follow Him wholeheartedly for the rest of your life. Whether it be one day or whether it be many years. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank You for Your faithfulness. We thank You that we can trust You we thank you that you answer every doubt and that you answer every argument that we may have in our frailty, in our, uh, in our finite minds, Lord. We thank you for uh, that the Creator God died for the creation. It seems backward, Lord, but it's, it's the best kind of backward there can be. Because through that, we have peace with the Almighty God. And He calls us His sons and His daughters. And he longs to be with us. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name, Amen.